At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. You punch your ticket to three hours of the Greg Peterson experience right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. And you've got a tremendous show coming up for you as you've got a nice Tuesday in college basketball that's on tap. We've got a lot of guests to help us along the way, taking a look at some NBA, taking a look at some college basketball. We're going to be discussing the upcoming World Baseball Classic as well and so much more. As joining me in 15 minutes, we've got the one and only John Von Tobel. He's our main NBA analyst here at VEASAN. We're going to be taking a look at just all the strangest that is involving this John Morant situation, which strangest is probably the most tame term that I could use for it, but we're going to be taking a look at that, what's happening from the Memphis Grizzlies. We're going to be looking at it from a betting perspective and just some of the picks I might like for Tuesday and some of the teams that he's feeling a little bit warm on in the futures market. Hour number two, we're going to be talking with Danielle Avari. She does great work here at VEASAN. She does great work over at DraftKings. Taking a look at some college basketball. Really does a great job taking a look at the entire West Coast scene in terms of sports and sports betting. So, we're going to be chatting with her in a little bit over an hour at 1.15 a.m. Eastern. And then in about 90 minutes or so, Jason Weingarten. He does amazing work here at the network as well. Does many great futures articles for us here. And he also does a nice job of being able to take a look at all things baseball. We're going to be taking a look to see if he's got any futures for the upcoming MLB season. We're going to be talking a little World Baseball Classic. And I know he's got some futures when it comes to these college basketball conference tournament. So 
We're going to be discussing that and so much more. And in our number three, going to be getting some more NBA with Grant Mitchell as he does great work over at Forbes. So we've got a little bit of everything that is going on tonight. And what we are noticing right now in sports is just how unpredictable things can be when it comes to desperation. Something that I was talking about on this very opening segment yesterday was how there were so many blown leads in college basketball. And I do think that it all comes down to just getting a little bit more wonky results when teams are in desperation mode. Like the two gentlemen that prelude me, Wes Reynolds and Matt Eumanns, they do an absolutely terrific job. And yeah, I do encourage you guys to tune into them before you listen to the Greg Peterson experience. But I know that they were taking a look at the game involving St. Mary's and BYU, which I mean, that game was a sweat no matter what side you had. Really, the only thing that wasn't a sweat was the total, as that was one that went well over the total, but there was a lot of drama with regards to what number you got in that game because most places closed this number at 6.5. There were some 6s that were available overnight. There were a lot of opening 7s, so it was a spread that was pinballing all over the place. Game lands 7, but the way that it landed 7 is really the intrigue because St. Mary's was completely dominating in that game. I mean, they were up 17 points at the half. Their lead, I think it got as high as 24. It might have actually been 26, but I know it got to at least 24. So, I mean, they were lambasting BYU throughout. BYU, a team that they are not going to be making the NCAA tournament unless if they win that conference tournament game. Just with all desperation, they make a comeback, but their comeback comes up a little bit short. And what you notice at the end of the game, if you took St. Mary's, which I was a beneficiary of this, if yeah, had BYU thoughts and prayers here on this one, you saw two missed free throws at the end of the game by BYU with three seconds remaining. If you do the math, BYU is down six points with three seconds remaining. There's no six-point play in college basketball. And if you take a three and you hit a three in order to get the ball back and everything like that, you're, you're only going to get off one shot. So that the game is over, but you get that late game foul. Of course, St. Mary's goes one of two. So if you were able to get the best of the number with a seven on St. Mary's, you were able to get a fortunate put or with BYU, you're able to get the push. If you take the late number of St. Mary's, you're able to get there to the window, but that's more of what we're seeing right now in college basketball. I think the biggest key in college basketball, taking a look at it is, I know that one of our good friends here at the network, Gil Alexander, he always talks about some of these games late being sort of like Plinko, and it's sort of realizing that you're going to be on the right end of some of these, you're going to be on the wrong end of some of these, and it's just going, taking a look at how things were able to manifest itself to that situation and adjust from there. Like, my DK and Asia pick for Monday, it was a complete dud. It was UW-Milwaukee. They got completely just sl- just slammed in this game against Cleveland State. We're going to call it what it is. UW-Milwaukee loses the game by a count of 93-80, to 80, but I'm going to call it what it is. It wasn't this close. They were down 26 points, but somehow, someway, every single team that trails in these conference tournament games, they seem to be making a run. And that is what we have been noticing. Like, the College of Charleston versus Towson game was one that was just completely all over the place. If you were able to get in there early on Towson, you get to the window. If you were able to get in there late on College of Charleston, 
you're able to get there as well. And it just goes into a big reason why on this show, and there are so many bettors that they use the same mantra that I do. You are not betting teams, you are betting numbers. Because it's another example of a game that if you took College of Charleston early, you lost. You took them late, you were able to get there. If you took Towson early, you were able to get there. If you took Towson late on the four to four and a half, you did not. And that is just such a big key because you can be the world's greatest just prognosticator of what we're seeing in terms of any sort of a sport. But if you're laying bad numbers, if you're getting bad numbers versus if you're getting good slash bad numbers, it makes all the difference in the world. And being able to shop around to be able to get that extra point with an underdog instead of laying five, you're laying four. That is what is so important right now in college basketball. And I do think that there is so much value in that. Now I recognize I'm speaking to quite a few people that you might have a couple fewer options for being able to get the best of the number. Some of you have a lot bigger things to deal with rather than taking a look to see, Oh, can I get five or five and a half on insert your game here, which that is certainly something to keep in mind. But I do think that it is very important to be doing what you can, not saying that you need to go all out and you need to put everything else on hold in life in general. Don't do that in order to be able to get an extra half a point. But that can sometimes be all the difference in the world and being able to adjust, being able to just know your schedule as well, I think is going to be very important moving forward because these games have gotten super duper tight in college basketball. And we are seeing that right now. And we did see a pair of bids get cashed to the NCAA tournament as well as you saw Furman be able to get it done against Chattanooga by kind of 88 to 79. That's one where... If you're looking for the nice example of, oh, it didn't matter about your number, I mean, you want to talk about it with regards to the total. The opening total was 157.5. You have it closed at between 150 and 151. If you got like seven points of line value on the under, which I was on the under, I got lots of line value. It meant absolutely jackedly squat. So those are always the ones that make you feel like, oh, why the heck did I just do that? But you realize when you get games like, oh, I don't know, BYU versus St. Mary's, that it's very meaningful, but that was one of intrigue. And then Louisiana, they were able to get the job done against South Alabama. They won that game by a count of 71 to 66. That was a nice win and cover for Louisiana. Open up in that game about a pick in a lot of spots. They closed more around a one and a half to a two-point favorite, so they were able to get there on all numbers. But I do think that with the teams that we saw from Monday be able to make the NCAA tournament. If there is a team that I'm a little bit warm on, it is this Furman team. And they're a team to be taking note of when you're filling out your bracket. Now, where Furman is going to be placed, that is a very good question because I do think that they're worthy of perhaps being right around about a 13 or so seed. I think that that's probably where they end up. They could climb as high as a 12 if you see no upsets whatsoever. In terms of some of these conference tournaments, they might be as bad as the 14, which I'd be a little bit surprised on that. But it's all about the matchups itself. Like, I don't think that there's really a good matchup for Louisiana to be able to get the job done, to be able to be one of those chic, like, 14 seeds or something like that that is able to win a game in the NCAA tournament. I think it's going to be a little bit difficult. I could certainly see them being a team that could be able to cover a spread or two if they are catching double figures. They're in... A little bit of a interesting ordeal because we have seen some of these teams, shall we say, 
limp to the finish line. I'm looking at you, a team like Virginia. I'm looking at you, a team like Alabama, where things have not been so savory for them towards the back half of the season. So it is going to be very much a matchup-based tournament, in my opinion. I do think that there is just so much to be able to take a look at in the scope of college basketball as well. So there's going to be no shortage of it this weekend. A little bit of a tip for you guys as well, because I know that there are so many people that they ask me and they ask so many people about best times to come out to Vegas when it comes to like Super Bowl week. That's obviously a big one. First round of the NCAA tournament is a big one. Do not rule out the first week or really the biggest week of the conference tournaments as well, because starting tomorrow, Monday was really more of the dead day. You really didn't have any day games when it come, came to college basketball. Your first games were tipping off right around 5.30, 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. But really starting tomorrow, it is dawn until dusk college basketball. We are going to be sweating out bets from the early morning hours until the late night hours as well. If you're looking for a good time to come out to Las Vegas, don't rule out conference tournament week as well. You're going to be filled with a whole bunch of action. There's going to be hoops on all the screens. Like I'm right now sitting at Circa, the big giant TVs. They're absolutely immaculate. Other places like the Westgate, the South Point, you're able to go down the list. Rampart, our good friend Dwayne Colucci does a great job over there. I mean, they're all really good destinations. So a little bit of advice if you're ever looking to come out to Las Vegas. Do not rule out conference championship weekend and... Do not rule out the NBA because John Von Tobel, he does a great job of taking a look at the NBA. He's going to be taking a look at things from a game-by-game -game and a futures perspective next on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get everything that you need to bet the madness this year for just $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every single tournament game from hoops at, from decent experts like Brent Musburger, Greg Hoops Peterson. Sign up today and get the betting guides plus full access to VEASAN all the way through the end of the tournament for just $19. And you go to get that offer at VEASAN.com slash subscribe as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And it's great to be joined by this man. John Von Tobel does absolutely great work here at the network. He's mainly our NBA guy, but on top of that, I know that he does some great work on the weekend. You were able to catch him all throughout the college football season with the opening line show as well. And John, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. I think that we might need to reconnect with John. There we go. How's it going, John? There we go. I think we've got you. All right. We are going to reconnect with John here in a second, but we're going to tee him up and take a look at what we're all getting in terms of the Memphis Grizzlies situation because obviously it is murky waters right now. Colorado police are currently investigating John Morant, the Instagram video and everything like that. Not so good, but... What we do need to realize is that there's still a Memphis Grizzlies team that is out there on the floor. They played their first game without them yesterday on Sunday. And that was one where it was one of the most up and down games they're going to find all NBA season long. The Memphis Grizzlies had 51 points in the third quarter of that game. And then they had 70 points in the fourth quarter. You may recall myself and Albert Wynn were taking a look at that game while we were on the show yesterday. And it is a Memphis Grizzlies team that they still have some nice pieces like JJJ, Jaron Jackson Jr. He's still one of the best defensive players in all the NBA. So I do think that it is going to be very fascinating to take a look at that. And I do think as well with John, if we're able to reconnect with him, that we've got to be taking a look at the Mountain West since I know that he does some nice work locally with the affiliate in e with ESPN. So that's something that's on tap as well. But John... Let's first things first, discuss what is happening with the Memphis Grizzlies. They played their first game without John Morant a little bit over 24 hours ago. 
That was one of the most interesting games of the year with the Memphis Grizzlies putting up 51 points in the third quarter, completely flaming out in the fourth quarter without John Morant in the full, which we know it's going to be for at least one more game, probably going to be for a few more games. What do you think we can expect from them really from a game-to-game perspective? Uh, you know, it's interesting, Greg, because there's a lot of things that tie into this right as we move forward. So it, it's been well established that the Grizzlies have really struggled on the road this year. For anybody, you know, in your audience that's not familiar with it, they're 12 and 20 straight up, 11, 19 and 2 against the spread in road games. And there was a report that came out, uh, I think, earlier today where they actually had an intervention the other night because the Grizzlies apparently were going out too much when they were out on the road. Stephen Adams had to talk to the team, and it ties into John Morant after they blow a game to the Denver Nuggets the other night going out. Right, flashing the gun, gone Instagram live, getting suspended. So these road woes kind of tie in, at least it seems, to some of the undisciplined actions of John Moran and others when they're out on the road. So maybe as we move forward, that you're going to get a little bit of a better effort without John Moran out there, just because these guys will be a little bit more focused. And you at least saw it in the third quarter before the Clippers put the clamps down. So maybe you're going to start to get better efforts from Memphis on the road going forward, because it seems at least the message coming out of Memphis is we have to be a little bit more disciplined when we go into these road games. We can't just use these as opportunities to go out. I and mean, it just oddly ties into what has been when this like biggest weakness throughout this entire season. They've been awesome at home. They've been terrible on the road. So, you know, they have this road game coming up against the Lakers tomorrow. I'd be really fascinated to see what kind of effort they come out with, because if all of this is true, you would expect a little bit of a better effort, especially with a guy like Dylan Brooks back out on the floor. But this team's sliding. They're injured. They're missing their best player. It's not the best position to be in. No, it certainly is not. And do you think that the Grizzlies might need to play a little bit more of a defense-oriented style just because Jaron Jackson Jr. is one of the top defensive players in all the NBA? You mentioned it. You got a guy like a Stephen Adams out there that's able to do a good job with regards to be able to hit the boards as well. Do you think that Memphis might need to go a little bit more to defense because they are going to be without their top scorer in John Moran for quite some time? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's weird with them, Greg. It's like that's that's actually kind of been their strength, like their more consistent aspect of basketball. I think, you know, one of the things that has kind of given me some pause with Memphis has been their inability to efficiently score with consistency outside of their transition offense. And, you know, if you look at it, like right now they're 10th in offensive efficiency and non-garbage time, but their half-court offense has not been good at all this season. That's 22nd. So they're super reliant uh, on their transition offense to get things going. So to your point, you know, go back to last year, right? What were they? They were 22 and five, I think, straight up in the games without John Morant, right? That was the record that was thrown out there. The reason why was they were so good on defense. That was the thing that changed when John Morant was announced there. They went from like a high flying squad that got up and down the floor to being a little bit more half court oriented and kind of locking people down on defense this year, though, they're not as deep, right? This is one of the weaknesses for him. Yes. You still have Jaron Jackson jr. But Kyle Anderson's not there anymore. The Anthony Melton's not there anymore. Those are two really good defenders that are now gone. And that were really big pieces of what you were doing without John Morant last year. So they should be, and you still see the potential offensively Desmond Bain. So very good offensive player, but I, it's going to be hard. I think to kind of fit into that mold, Greg, just given how thin they are. Remember, too, they lost Brandon Clark to a torn Achilles. Like, that's a massive deal for their depth, especially with Steven Adams still out. So I think that's what they want to do. I think they want to rely on that because that is their strength. But at the end of the day, when you're suffering from so much loss, whether it's due to suspension or injury, it's easy to say one thing, and it's harder to do it. Yep, it certainly is. And with the Memphis Grizzlies there, certainly the biggest soap opera that we're seeing in the NBA with a lot of, Different storylines to say the least, but what do you make out of the West right now? Because right now, 
the leaders in the clubhouse, the team that is at the top of the Western Conference Futures, is the Phoenix Suns. And it's just a Phoenix Suns team that I do think that they need to build a little bit of chemistry. Would not be surprised if they're able to make it out of the West. I don't know if they can win a championship or not, just because we have seen a lot of these teams that they've made these blockbuster moves in season. They've come up a little bit short in season number one with having that superstar player. But what do you make out of the entirety of the West? Because it feels like there's a lot of uncertainty there. Whereas in the East, you've got those two big dogs in the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks that anything other than those two teams playing for the Eastern Conference title would be quite a surprise. Yeah, I, I think so. When we're talking about the West, like it's it's hard not to rely on like the cliche of like, it's just, it seems wide open. But I, I will say this. I think the closer we get to the postseason, there, there have been like two, maybe three constants so far in this NBA Western Conference, and that's been about it. And the, you know, one of the constants is the team that you mentioned, the Phoenix Suns, which has been newly put together. But with Kevin Durant on the floor, the Suns have a plus twenty three point seven net rating. It, it, that's incredible. An offensive rating of one thirty point three overall. And how about this, Greg? Their most used lineup with Kevin Durant out there. So it's Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Josh Okoge, Durant, and DeAndre Ayton has a plus 38.9 net rating. They've been nuts with those guys out there. And the, the great part is for them is they've been doing it defensively as well. They have a near plus 40 net rating because their offense is great, but because they've given up way less than a point for possession defensively with those lineups out there. So I, the more I watch Phoenix, and again, we're, we're talking about what, like three, four games out at this point, the more I really come around on how good they could be in this West this year, especially given the inconsistency, because let's look at the Western Conference as a whole. The, the John Morant-led Memphis Grizzlies are a complete and utter nightmare as we just talked about. They can't win road, road games and they're having team meetings. The Clippers consistently been poor since they threw Russell Westbrook and started to shake up their starting lineup post-All-Star break. The Warriors themselves have issues on the road, even though there's something to hang on there with their starting lineup being extremely elite with a plus 22.1 net rating. Everybody else around them has been kind of sliding around. The three most consistent figures right now in the West are Denver, the Phoenix Suns and the Sacramento Kings who are beating the crap out of the New Orleans Pelicans tonight. So I would say with you, Greg, like I have a ticket on the, the Warriors at plus nine ten, and you can still find them in that range. And, and I still hold on hope that that starting lineup is going to be elite, but I would not fault anybody who is falling more in love with this Phoenix Suns squad at this point right now, because the returns have been immaculate. And with the Golden State Warriors who mentioned the ticket that you've got with them, just how much of a concern is it that they've been having their road wars because their road woes because with the Golden State Warriors, it's just so strange because typically you'd expect a little bit of a younger team to have their issues on the road. With the Warriors, this is as veteran as veteran gets, and they just have not been able to win a road game to save their lives this year. Yeah, and that's what you kind of rely on, right, that they're going to be able to kind of get that together because of their history. And look, their starting lineup, plus 22.1 net rating, it's something you can really rely on when they're fully together. Remember, Wiggins has missed time. I, I, I want to say it's a blip on the radar, but the sample size continues to grow that it's not. But I think you have faith in them, at least, that they'd be able to put it together out of all of those teams. Absolutely. And a man that does a great job of being able to put together on the NBA front is John Von Tobel. We're going to be talking with him next about Something that I've been struggling with a little bit on this show, taking a look at overnight NBA lineups just because it's very, very difficult. We'll get his thoughts there, and we got some time. We'll take a look at some Mountain West Conference futures as well with John Von Tobel next on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, which is a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or they don't provide the satisfaction that you are looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store that is nearest you at Zen.com. That is ZYN.com today and a warning that this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine, it is an addictive chemical. We are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network, and great to be rejoined by John Von Tobel. Does great work here at the network, taking a look at the NBA, and also does a great job on the front of college sports in general, taking a look at the Mountain West. We'll dive into the Mountain West Conference Tournament that is coming up in a minute, but John, one thing that I've really been struggling with this year in terms of my handicapping is trying to gauge what the heck we're going to get overnight with the NBA. It feels like load management hasn't been as bad ever since the All-Star break, but how have you really been trying to cope with this? Because it feels like, because in a lot of sports, and I think that all forms of basketball, you really do get the best numbers overnight, but with not knowing what we're going to be getting in terms of a lot of these lineups, not knowing how teams are going to be resting a lot of their players. How have you been trying to deal with all of this just because it has been a landmine just to know who is playing in a lot of these games and who is not. Yeah, it's, it, it's really been difficult from at least if you're talking about specifically overnight, right? You know, so we'll take tomorrow, for example, on a, a card that's relatively deep. But if you look at the injury report for tomorrow, Greg, you look at all of these games that we're going to have on the board, every single one save for, I think, three by my count. Um, has a player that is questionable that would impact the betting line or two, right? So, you know, you can look around and we can talk about, hey, the Milwaukee Bucks playing six and a half or seven on the road against the Orlando Magic with a total of 233. But you have Giannis Antetokounmpo on the injury report as probable and Drew Holiday listed as questionable. And here's the crazy part about this, Greg, and we'll you'll use Giannis as a specific example. You would look at that and go, well, if I get Giannis, we're fine, and he's listed as probable. Giannis has missed multiple games with a probable designation on the overnight injury report. So, like, even then, the injury report isn't giving you accurate information as to what you're expecting. Probable has been more like questionable for a lot of these guys. So I would say from an overnight perspective, if there is, like, an injury designation or anybody, it just benefits you to just sit back and wait because – it is more beneficial for you, even if you're giving up one or two points to a point spread and or a total, to know with some certainty that the player that is affecting that line is going to be available for you when that game goes off. And especially in the instance that we're looking at here, right again, using this Bucks Magic game as an example, Drew Holiday is one of the best, if not the best, perimeter defenders in the NBA when it comes to the backcourt players, right? That is a guy that will change a total. That is a guy who will affect a point spread, even by one or two points. That is a guy who will have an impact on the game that you are talking about right now. So I think from an overnight, it's been extremely difficult. You just want to sit back and wait pretty close to tip and try to jump on the information as it comes out because you could sit on something overnight and have a great number for a while, and all of a sudden that guy pops up and he's like, oh, he's not going to play today, and you're sitting on a number that's two points off the line where it's currently at because you jumped in early. And for those that are out here in Las Vegas as well, something that you'll notice as well is that a lot of books don't even post up an overnight number in a lot of cases as well. Like, I'm taking a look at the board. We've got seven games on there for this NBA Tuesday. You've got a number 
for pretty much all these games over at DraftKings, but we'll take three books out here in Las Vegas. Circa, Westgate, South Point. They have numbers on just three of these seven games as a result, so you're not able to get down a lot of action, which that makes it a little bit difficult, and I really can't blame them because much like betters don't know what's going to be happening, a lot of books don't know who slash who is not going to be playing as well. And is there anything that you might be taking a look at overnight in terms of the NBA with regards to this Tuesday card? Because the three games that you really do have numbers on just across the board, the Nets versus Houston game, the Warriors versus the Thunder, along with Memphis versus the Lakers. Yeah, so as far as the games that are like fully up, I haven't seen anything. I will say the what sticks out is a couple of things. I think you're waiting for a total between Utah and Dallas. Um, that has a potential to be a really high-scoring affair. I think you probably see this in the range of about 233 and a half uh, or so, and I think that would be a playable number over, especially if Maxi Kleba is not going to play for the Dallas Mavericks. He, of course, missed a long stretch of time. He's one of the better defenders, and he is questionable again as he's nursing still this right hamstring issue that has bothered him all year long. Uh, that is a game that has the potential to go well over the total, just given how poor the Jazz have been defensively and how good the Mavericks can be on offense against some of these lesser defensive teams. I wouldn't want to lay a big number with Dallas, but I think definitely looking at a game like that to go over the total is something. Again, I haven't seen a number that has been hung up. And, you know, I just, from a, just from a trend standpoint, Greg, I'd be very interested to see just how Golden State responds tomorrow. I mean, we, we talked about it, right? They have not been able to win these road games. They went to L.A. They lost another one at the Crypt against the Los Angeles Lakers. Now this is Oklahoma City Thunder team who it looks like is going to have Shea Gildas-Alexander back. Um, we'll see. I mean, again, this is one of those things. He's not on the injury report tonight, but he could be on the injury report in the morning, so it's going to be something to watch and monitor. But if they're going to go out there on the road against an OKC team that can run and get up down the floor and have their leading scorer out there, it's going to be really interesting to see if Golden State is going to continue to struggle in these spots, but the numbers are getting cheaper on them. You know, you're seeing, what, four right now in favor of Golden State out there? It's a little short by my ratings, but they have been really poor on the road and they deserve to get knocked down effects, right? I think those are the two that really stick out from a betting perspective. Yep, I'm even seeing a three, three and a half right now on Golden State as well over there at the Westgate. So sure. you're able to get some relatively solid value there. And John, I know that you always lend some great value when it comes to being able to gauge a Mountain West. And how do you take a look at this Mountain West tournament? Because if you take a look at the odds via DraftKings right now, San Diego State, your favorite to be able to win the tournament at plus 150. From there, it goes Boise State at plus 340, Utah State at plus 380. Nevada is 6-1, to one and everyone else is 10-1 to one or longer. But I do think that there could be a little bit of chaos in this Mountain West tournament. San Diego State comes in in relatively good form, saying that loss against Boise State. But I do take a look at the Mountain West, and I do think that especially Boise State has a chance to be able to make some noise, not just in this tournament, but also nationally. And... I do think that with the Mountain West, you could see a team that's outside of really your top four seeds be able to make a nice run in this tournament. Yeah, I, so I, I would agree with you. And I think there's two teams that kind of stick out to me and it goes along with your path of chaos, right? The first of which is um, in the opposite side of Boise State in terms of the bracket. San Jose State, Greg, I, like I've been wildly impressed with Tim Miles have been able to do this year. They have the conference player uh, of the year in Amari Moore that was just announced. This team has some size down low, and especially on their bench. Ibrahima Diallo comes off the bench. He's a seven-footer at like 230. He's freaking awesome. Uh, you have Sage Tolbert on this team. Uh, to that corner, like they have a lot of really good size and versatile size as well, along with maybe the best player in the conference. That's like the makeup of a team, right, who, by the way, is into the uh, Thursday bracket, right, so they don't have to play early. So they only, if they make a run, have to play three games as opposed to four. 
I think that San Jose State, I think, is somewhat tempting given all the pieces that they have. And if you want a little bit of another long shot here, I, I don't know how you feel about New Mexico, right? They kind of fell from grace after the way that they've been playing lately. But when you have a team that is pushed forward by a backcourt that might be the best one in the conference, I get how badly they played down the stretch. But this team, man, when you get when you get those two guys out there and you have good guard play in these short tournament settings, if one of those two gets hot, that's something that I think could really push the Lobos forward. So I'm with you. Like if I was picking one of the two favorites, I would go with Boise State. But I think you're looking a little bit deeper and looking for some of that chaos, as you mentioned. And I think San Jose State and I think New Mexico are going to be at the top of that list, but specifically San Jose State, because that is a well-coached team with the best player in the conference on their roster. And typically, I'm a little bit more of an advocate of money line rollovers when it comes to conference tournaments. Right now at DraftKings, I'm finding San Jose State at 40 to 1. And you just mentioned such a good point the fact that they're only going to be playing three games. That's a feature that if you like it, you want to play it right now. I can't say that this is one that I think is going to be cashing like 50% of the time or anything like that, but it should not be 40 to 1, in my opinion. I'm in firm agreement with you there. And I do think that that game that we're going to be seeing on Wednesday between San Jose State and Nevada is pretty much a do or die game for Nevada's NCAA tournament hopes as well. A team that has been able to really rise up this year, playing quite a bit more defense. And I think it's going to be interesting to gauge that one because Nevada has won and won by double figures twice against San Jose State. So they've had their number, but you just mentioned it. The San Jose State team, they've just been playing different down the stretch with all that rebounding. Oh, and so and there's two points to that, right? So the point about, you know, not needing an extra day to play, look at what happened with Chattanooga today against Furman, right? Chattanooga was playing their fourth game in four days, and then they go and they lose in that SoCon championship to Furman. It looked like a tired team. And the other point here is, like, when you're talking about Nevada, those two losses at the end of that season, Greg, were bad, right? They lose to Wyoming on the road. They come back home. They lose to UNLV. That almost nearly dashes, I think, their tournament hopes for the most part. So they're going to be fighting tonight tooth and nail to try to get one of these automatic this or this automatic bid from the Mountain West because they're in a spot. And you said it, like San Jose State does have the size to combat Will Baker and this front line and this depth that Nevada has. You know, it's not just Baker, it's Davidson. Like there's a lot here on this roster that they have down low. And I think San Jose State, even though they lost those two games in a lopsided way, on a neutral court, I, I think that they are uniquely equipped to handle the Wolfpack, who might be a little desperate. Yep, I do think that Nevada really does need this win in order to be able to make the NCAA tournament. Yep. But a man that is always doing a great job for us, a man that does a great job taking a look at the NBA and college is John Von Tobel. Always great to be able to get him aboard. Does amazing work over at Beeson.com. Check him out. And coming up next, let's dive into some college basketball and take a look at some Tuesday games right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. 
Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is a place to be as you could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing in our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on the square match up with the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligibility bonus, and credit use. Full terms and condition and conditions are available at BetRiversSquares.com. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Vison, the Sports Betting Network, and that's interesting because we always think of squares when it comes to the NFL. I know that my dad would always do them when it came to Green Bay Packers games. Obviously, the Super Bowl is very big. I honestly think that the best sport for squares might be basketball because when you get like a square in the NFL of we're going to throw out there the number nine. You're just there like, oh, gosh, well, this is not going to hit. I wish I had a zero or a three. But in a basketball, you really have an equal shot in all the numbers. So I actually think that that's very good. You might not want to try it for soccer. If you get a nine on a soccer square, you probably are not going to be hitting. I will say that. You're hoping for two zeros or two ones when it comes to soccer. But that I do think is very interesting and it was great to be able to get John Von Tobo aboard the last two segments, talk about the Mountain West tournament, talk some NBA. So always a pleasure there. And we've got a whole bunch of conference tournaments that are going to be getting started up. And we're starting to get openers when it comes to some of these games that one final from Monday as well, like the UNC Wilmington versus Charleston game. I'm waiting on an opener there. If I'm able to get it at any point tonight, I will share that with you. But Right now, we are waiting on some of these, and 
We're hopefully going to be able to get one for the WCC by the end of the show as well. Right now we're at halftime with Gonzaga leading San Francisco. And if Gonzaga does not make it to the WCC final, that would be a big shock because St. Mary's, Gonzaga, and BYU are the only three teams make the WCC final the last 15 years. And I'm not even joking when I throw out there that stat. The, the WCC finals had those three teams and there are nobody else. It's been rather remarkable, the amount of, shall we say, staying power of those three teams. So we shall see what we're going to be getting there. But we do have numbers set with regards to a lot of these opening round tournament games for the uh, tournaments that are just getting started, like the ACC tournament, which, yeah, needless to say, not the most rambunctious of matchups in the ACC tournament. But with that said, whether you're taking a look at a matchup of two top five teams or if you're taking a look at, oh, I don't know, Louisville and Boston College, there's money to be made. Let's go 609-610 on the betting board. This is going to be the middle game of what we're going to be seeing in the ACC tournament on Tuesday with Louisville being a six-point underdog and a total of 135.5 when it comes to this game. And what I think is really critical in this game is that Quinton Post, who has really been doing a nice job for this Boston College team. It's the only reason why they've been even halfway respectable recently. He left the team's last game after playing just three minutes. That is a big, giant issue that you do want to be taking a look at. Quinton Post, he's very good in the post, as he's been able to supply the team with right around 16 points, six half boards. At seven feet tall, he's able to bury right around about 40% of his threes. He has been awesome for this team, but... Even if he does play in this game, you've got to be wondering how close to 100% he is going to be in. That is just eh, not a good sign for Boston College, to say the least. And that is why I'm going to be taking a look at the six here with Louisville. It's a big reason why I did set my handicap at a four and a half with Louisville being the underdog in this spot with Louisville. They are probably going to have the best score out there on the floor in L. Ellis. L. Ellis has been turning the ball over left and right, but he's been able to do a really nice job of being able to supply the team with right around 18 points per contest. He's able to shoot in the mid-30s from three-point range, so he's done a nice job on that front. And it is a Louisville team that, since the turn of the calendar to 2023, they have been shooting as a collective more in the neighborhood of about 35% from three-point range. So he's been able to do a really nice job on that front. You've got a Louisville team that does have some nice rebounding as well. Down low, you've been able to have Brendan Hundley Hatfield along Jalen Withers be able to give you right around five and a half rebounds per game. So these guys are coming up big for the team. And for Boston College, you just don't have too much of a backcourt. With Boston College, you've got the Langfords and Demir Langford, who he himself has been banged up all season long. And then Makai Ashen Langford, who's been able to give you about 11, 12 points per game. Boston College should be the better team in this spot. And last time these two teams played, that was a 75-65 to 65 game, but both teams shot north of 40% from three-point range in that one. I don't think that's going to be duplicating itself. Both of these teams for the year shooting more around 33-34% from three-point range. This is going to be played in the city of Greensboro, North Carolina, which, if you ask me, that is where the ACC tournament should be played every single year. No need to fuss around with a whole bunch of different locations. Play it in Greensboro every single year. That's just my personal approach. But with Quinton Post dealing with that injury, I'm going to be willing to take the points with Louisville in this spot. Was seeing some 136s a little bit earlier on during the day with regards to this total. That would be a buy point for me on the under. I did some. I total 135.5. You've got a pair of teams that 
But Mustard Savory with their defense, Boston College, outside the top 180 in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis and giving up north of 10 points more per one of possessions when they are away from home in Louisville. They are in the bottom 30 nationally in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. Both of these teams leave something to be desired on defense. Both of these teams leave something to be desired on offense. With Boston College having an injury to their top player, I'm going to be willing to take the points with Louisville as a result, and I'm going to be taking a look at anything of 136 or greater under. And then when it comes to the early game in the ACC tournament, I think that the wrong team is now favored. 607, 608 on the board. This opened up a pick between Georgia Tech and Florida State. Georgia Tech has now become the two-point favorite, and your total is anywhere between 146 and 146.5. Interesting ordeal, but I did set Florida State as a favorite because you've got the top-end talent when it comes to Florida State. You got a trio of guys in Cam Mills throwing there as well, Matthew Cleveland and Darren Green Jr. These three guys combined average about 40 points per game. Cleveland has been a double-double machine since the calendar flipped to 2023. He's able to give you seven and a half fours. She's right around 36, 37% from three par range. Darren Green Jr. has been a good sharpshooter, shooting 90% the free throw line, 37% from three. And then with Having Cam Mills out there, he does a nice job as a floor general, about four assists, right around a seal and a half for contest. And then you take a look at the flip side for Georgia Tech. What I will give this team is that they have not quit on Josh Passer. You're getting a good, honest effort with Georgia Tech. They actually come in winners out of, in four out of their last five. I will say one of those wins came against Florida Tech. That's a 91 school. You pretty much should throw that out. So they come in winners of three of their last four, but they have been able to have a pair of guys be able to step up, do a nice job for the team. Miles Kelly has been able to give you a little bit over 14 points per contest. So he has been big. And then Lance Terry, he's come on strong towards the back half of the season. He's been able to give the team 17 plus points in each of the last three games and double figures in five out of the last six. So his emergence has been nice for a Georgia Tech team as now outside the top 200 in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. That has been a little bit rough. Typically, this Georgia Tech team does a good job of being able to generate seals. They have not been able to do so this year. Florida State, they have really been not great with their defense. They are outside of the top 320 in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. But I do think that the sheer size itself of Georgia Tech is going to be able to reign true. You've got Bob Miller is able to do a solid job of being able to provide a speed bump in the post. I can't say that he's done a good job with this rebounding. He was suspended for half the season. He just has not been able to get on kilter. And you need to get Raheem McLeod going as well. Because with McLeod, he's pretty much just been glued to the bench all season long. He's seven foot four and can't grab a rebound. That is a big, giant issue to have with this Florida State team. So Florida State has been top heavy. Georgia Tech has been really, I'm going to call it what it is breadth of talent, but they give you a good effort. Someone like a Javon Franklin has been able to supply you with about nine and a half points, seven boards. He gives you a block. He gives you a seal per game, but I do think that those top players of Florida State are going to be just enough to be able to get this team to victory, and whoever wins here, they're probably going to be just fed to the wolves in the next round. I call it what it is. This is not a pair of teams that you want to be taking on any sort of an ACC future, and with all the teams that are going to be playing on Tuesday in the ACC, we have never seen a team go from the first day of the ACC tournament and win the whole shebang. Do not waste your money on a future with any of these teams. But that said, I'm going to be willing to take Florida State out right on the money line in the spot. The Florida State team has been held below 70 points in far of their last five games. Georgia Tech has gotten a little bit warmer with their offense. But once again, 
when you're playing against the likes of Pittsburgh, when you're playing against Florida Tech, you know what? A little bit of a case where the competition is helping out a little bit with that as well. So I did set my total 142. I'm going to be willing to dive under a pair of mid-tempo teams in this spot. And with Florida State, I made them my favorite. So I'm going to be taking a look at them outright on the money line. And there's a lot of conference tournaments that are going to be starting up on Tuesday. So we're going to be getting a lot more of those. In our number two, we've got the Atlantic 10 that gets started. We've got the WAC that gets started. We've got the Big West as well. And I'm going to give you guys my DK and Ashevik on the flip side for this College Basketball Tuesday right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.